Dad. Things all worked out in the end at the aquarium. We battled the dreaded intern, Tim, and straight up washed away Bob and Thwomp. Then we celebrated with high fives with our new friend, Puplio. Don't tell Celie this, but Puplio was really cute. <gasps> art, art? The aquarium is setting up a live video feed to keep all their Pokemon, and especially Big, safe. Now I can check on Big anytime. Have you ever heard of this lady, Aquamarine, who runs the place? She seems a little fishy to me. But all in all, it turned out to be a wild late night ride at the aquarium. <laughs> Just what I was hoping for. Torchic's just running around in circles. Woo! We wake up like that. <laughs> it is a new day as you wake up in your cot at the Pokemon Center. Who did you bond with last night? Funka. Working on that shadow. Great. So you were four-tenths of the way through the fourth bar then. Yes. So then with that, that puts you at nine-tenths of the way through that last one. So you just need that last little bit to get through that one, and then you just have one more bar. Vanta, you look like you slept really well. I like to imagine for our bonding that I just showed hot, like, um, clips on my pokey gear of the battle. Like, we played them for Fanta. Of the gym battle? Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Fanta's like, I was there, but I love this. Oh, I know. Fanta was so in it. Don't worry, bud. You'll get there one day. You get to a gym one day. Oh, totally. It's like, you better. <laughs> Still a little bit of darkness in there. Oh, yeah. A little purpley gleam in the eye. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. Today's going to be a great day. Let's go. And we scuffle off to breakfast. Great. You do. You scuffle off to breakfast, and you see Luke is there. It seems like he got in with his team from doing their little bit of morning routine. You see the Professor and Mason are there still kind of crashing here until they fully get all their affairs sorted out. Ah, uh, hi, guys. And I start to pour myself a cup of coffee. How's the morning for ya? Pearl again? Again with the coffee? Oh, fine. Do you give up on trying to give yourself coffee? No, I just say, oh, fine, and see if you'll actually take it away from me. Pearl, I'm not your father, so I don't really have the authority to take a beverage from you, but I really don't think that you should be drinking that much caffeine. You know, it stunts your growth. What? Yeah, if you drink caffeine, it stunts your growth. Are you saying this is why I've been so short? Have you been drinking coffee? I've actually never tasted it. I just thought it was cool. So you never actually drank it? No. Well, better not take any chances. Well, what if I love it? Everyone's always just whipped it out of my hands. Or not giving it to me. This pokey gear is kind of lax. The buffet, you know? That Snorlax really is just, you know, not watching it very much. <laughs> 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 There's just a Snorlax just hanging out behind the buffet in like a dirty apron just like... I mean, I got 20 waffles from him, and he didn't, you know. He does seem more concerned about eating everything from the buffet than he does about actually manning the buffet. Right? Well, it's your Man! Man, just when I thought I found the cool bean. But what if I love it? Again, I don't have any actual authority. I'm just an adult that you know, but 
That's what I have to say about it. Okay, guys. Are you ready, Mason? Ready ready for what? This is one small step for Pearl. One giant step for my taste buds. And I take a sip. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> Are you kidding me? And Pearl runs around the table five times just shouting, ill. <laughs> yes. Ew, 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 ew! Why? Professor, why? Why could something smell that good and taste like that? Heart, it's hot. It's hot garbo. Luca just like kind of leans back in his chair a little bit and he says, yeah, you know, I think that you were really more interested in the sugar that went in the coffee than the actual coffee. Uh, and she rolls around underneath the table in the fetal position too. <laughs> <laughs> so disgusted. Oh my gosh, you do. And then she comes back up to the breakfast table. Well, guys, uh, <clears throat> sorry you had to witness that. Anyway, as you were saying, and she pours another cup of coffee. It's for the aesthetic. Don't judge me, man, she says to the professor. <laughs> I'm this short. How do you think I'm going to get taken seriously? You know, that's a great question. I take you seriously. Thanks, I know, I know. You're pretty rare. Uh, maybe I'll just get a to-go cup for when I start traveling on the road again, and then I have to be taken seriously there. Well, as long as you dispose of it responsibly. Oh yeah, I'm not drinking this stuff, no way. This is gross. So what do you want to do? I would like to still talk to the professor a little bit. Okay, yeah, totally. You all are just sitting down at breakfast and they're eating their pancakes and waffles and- I have a mountain of pancakes. Absolutely. Actually, I'm sorry, waffles, who are we kidding? Coconut does have a stack of pancakes. <sighs> Beautiful. Coconut loves the pancakes. Different toppings on each one. Absolutely. Totally. So, Professor, how did your talk with um, Professor Hemlock and Spruce go? Did you guys hit it off? Yes, it was actually a good conversation. We were able to kind of figure some things out. They did actually used to be students of mine, which was uh, interesting. Weird. Yeah, it was a little weird. They're certainly different than I remember. About 10 years different, obviously. Um, did they meet in the class? That you, like, I wonder how they met. I didn't delve too much personally. I, they oh, seemed, all business. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they seemed pretty close when they were students. Again, I didn't speak to them much when they were attending my lectures just because I was more of a guest professor and everything, but that's that's all beside the point. Did they give you any clues on the um, mysterious Wuxi man? Oh, the one who we saw in the security camera footage? Yeah. Maybe they recognized him or something. Did you ask them about that? Did you trust them with your life? Did you tell them your whole life story? Because that's what I was kind of hoping for. We went through a good bit of what's happened. Uh, they didn't know anything about whoever that was that was in the lab in the security footage with Tyler. However, in talking with them, we did realize that the technology that they're working on for you, the, um, uh, and he, like, looks around the cafeteria for a little bit and he just leans a little bit closer. The, the catcher's mitt, she goes and winks. Yes, that's actually very good phrasing. Thank you, it's because I'm holding a cup of coffee. I'm sure. The catcher's mitt is along with your little um, monocle. And he just like points to the little earpiece that oh, you have on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The catcher's mitt along with the monocle. Not so much the catcher's mitt because that's not what I was working on. But the monocle certainly has a lot of similarities to the technology that we were developing in the lab. So unfortunately, it does seem like whatever Tyler and this other mysterious person did with that information, it has ended up in the hands of Mustache Gang. Man, you can't even get it patented. 
It's wiper blades all over again. Not wiper blades. Oh, well, so it sounds like you guys are making some connections. What are you going to do now? Are you guys going to stay here? Or do you think you'll go back home? I think that we've just about get everything squared away that we need to here for us to be able to go back home. I've been trying to look at hiring out some contractors and stuff to do a bit of work on the house since it has fallen into a bit of disrepair. Sure. Smart. So we'll be attending to some of those things, but our plan is the power should be back on and the water should be back on so we can go back to the house. And I'm planning on, since I'm familiar with the work that the professors are delving into now with this technology, I'm going to be assisting them some as well. Cool. Mason, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back home or are you going to stay in the city? I actually talked with Dad and I think that I'm going to go back for a little bit and help get things taken care of at the house It just... You know, since it's been so long, it would be good to make sure that things are in good order before I go anywhere. But I actually am going to go do the whole trainer thing. That is so cool. No way. You'll love it. Yeah, so me and Yamask are going to go and do that. And I've been looking around the city some. And I actually went out to the bay a little bit more after your battle and everything. I was feeling kind of inspired. And I I went and caught me and you Pokemon, too. What'd you catch? He pulls out a little Pokeball and lets out a Pokemon, and you see that he went and caught a Frillish in the bay yesterday. Cute! What'd you name him? You know, I haven't named him. What? You name your Pokemon, right? I, I hadn't before. I mean, I've only ever had Yamask. Yeah! Pearl takes another sip of a coffee and goes, <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> you got a nickname, Mason. Come on, bro. Well, how about, um, Jelly? Perfect. First instinct is always good. Hi, Jelly. Up high. I'm going to roll to see if Jelly likes this nickname. <laughs> Just going to be a succeed or fail here. Jelly loves it. Aw, Jelly loves it. So this little blue ghostly jellyfish is like just digging on everything that's happening right now. Just kind of floating like, real, real. Wow, this, this this Pokemon's groovy. Kind of sounds like it's underwater, but it's just floating in the air. Just At this point, Mason receives a text message. Okay. Yo, bro. It's me, your homie. I know you really want to know where that secret stone is. Text back. I'll give you deets and location. Peace out, Pearl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And she just was like, hmm, 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 wow, these waffles are great. I want to clarify. Your Pokegear is like, while it is sturdy, <laughs> like the, you know. Hummer? Classic, classic Nokia brick, the Hummer. It is still updated technology and everything. It's just in this very sturdy casing and everything. Sure, that's how I can walk, watch big now. However, Mason's Pokegear is still like straight up that that model. Yes. Beautiful. It's the sturdy before we got the sophisticated. Love that. He's got those nice sticky buttons and it's like, oh yeah, no touch screen on this bad boy. <laughs> wow. I. It's woo. just green and black. I've been there. I've been there for a long, long time. <laughs> Funny. He looks down from that text. He's like holding the pokey gear under the table and yep. he like looks down. That's and he's what lo- Pearl did. Yeah, looks up and kind of looks over and he's like, gives a little nod. So anyway, Professor, look over there, a nickel! Go get it! You know, our bank account ended up being okay. I don't think I need that nickel, but thank you. Oh, but the nickel's on fire! How? Oh, Snorlax, run! 
He humors you by turning around. <laughs> and Pearl goes, so you in? Yeah, let's do it. You really want to? Yeah, you know, I'm about to go on adventures and stuff. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Aw, oh, man. It was just a dime. They do that all the time. It's a common occurrence for dimes? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm rolling in the dimes. Luca just looks over like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, um, so Mason, maybe you can still hang out with us a little bit um, now that you're a trainer. Yeah, I think that still sounds like a good idea. We were probably going to head out today, so if you guys want to... I don't know which direction you're planning on going, but we were going to head to our house, and I don't know if you were planning on going back to Portobello or Enoki or anything, or if you were wanting to go south instead. I don't know what your plans were. Dude, I don't plan that much. I just go wherever the wind takes me. Wink! He says, cool, cool. Well, that, that sounds great then. If you guys want to just tag along with us, and then we can hang some later, and yeah, that sounds great. And she watches his eyeballs to see if he winks. He, like, has to think about it for a second, and it's not until he notices you watching that he's like, oh, right, wink. <laughs> great, great. That sounds good. That sounds good. Is there anything else you'd like to ask about, talk about anything while you're still here at breakfast? Hey, Mason, how about we leave in about, like, I don't know, a couple hours? Yeah, I think that's totally fine. We're going to get a little bit of our stuff packed up, grab some groceries and things, and yeah. Sounds good. Okay, we'll catch up with you later. Bye. All right, bye. We'll meet you back here. Watch out for the nickels. And the dimes. <laughs> Uh, Luca. Yeah, what's up? Want to go for a joyride? Uh, sure. Yeah, what you thinking? Or, or if you don't and you kind of want to lay low in the town. I just want to go up the big tower before we go and see the big city. Uh, big high view. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know that we'll be able to get up to the top. Why? Oh, because you got to fight your way to the top. Oh, come on! Yeah, it's it's the battle tower. Wait, I already did the gym. What are you talking about? Oh, battle tower's separate. It's a whole other thing. Do I get, like, another badge? It's not another badge, but it's more of a, uh, well, money and other cool prizes and bragging rights, honestly, kind of thing. Oh, man, you know I love all three of those things. I know you love bragging rights. As you're thinking about that, Luca does say, I'm pretty sure that there's like a gym badge requirement, though, and I don't know that we're there. Oh, I, I totally mean, made it. Are you kidding me? I got Mortimer's digits. Right, but it's like... They're pretty intense trainers there. All right, let's just drive by. Let's drive by and get some more info, okay? Oh, okay, yeah, we'll go check it out. And he floops his hood up over the helmet. It's a really, really big hoodie. It's a huge hood, but he floops the hood up and you all drive over to what you have now found out is the battle tower. I like to imagine we pass the aquarium and she just waves, hi, Big. You get the feeling that Big is waving back from inside. Oh, as you pass, Luca's like, hey, did you want to make good on that promise for like swag from the gift shop? down at this tower thing, I'll definitely do some shopping in the gift shop. Alright, cool. Cool, cool. And you all make your way to the battle tower. It is, again, this large, thin structure that stretches up into the air like a needle, and then toward the top, just under the point of the needle, is a large, rounded area, what you assume is, from what Lucas said, probably some sort of large arena, and there's enough space. It's not super, super thin where it could only be like a staircase or anything. Like you imagine that there's floors of arenas going up and then just a really big one up top. But you make your way there, this huge space looking structure. Wow, this is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty legit. And I mean, like I said, the prizes are sweet. Oh, I want to do it so badly. She walks up to the front desk. As you walk into the battle tower, you see that it is a very sleek, very chrome building. And there are a lot of mostly older trainers kind of walking around the place. 
Oh yeah, this is my crowd, she says as she puts her fingerprints everywhere and holds a cup of coffee in a to-go mug. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, this is, these are my people. <laughs> you walk up to the counter and you see that there's a uh, younger fellow, looks like he's in his teens there, and he's just hanging out. Looks like a really nice guy. He's got a little name tag that says Seth on it, and there is actually a small pink blob with little beady eyes right next to him. How you doing, Seth? I mean, man, sister. Hi, I'm doing really well. How are you? Welcome to the Battle Tower. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing, this place is awesome. So, Seth, uh, when can you pencil me in for a good battle? Well, do you have the prerequisite badges? Boom! And she flashes her gym badge. Oh, don't be amazed. I mean, take it in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But don't be frightened. I'm still normal, just like you. And she sips her coffee. You actually have to have at least three gym badges to participate. I'm so sorry. It's just a policy thing. They have, with the prizes that are given out and with the amount of trainers that want to compete, they have to narrow it down a little bit more with who can get in. But if you've already got one, I'm sure it won't be long before you're able to get two more and come back. Yeah, it's just... Okay, um, well, can I still go up to the top and just see the city? I am tired. I just got this badge yesterday, so I'm, I am tired, but... Is that not allowed too? You guys got a lot of rules around here. He says, okay, yeah, if you if you just want to go up to the top and see, look, I think that, I mean, I'm not gonna, I mean, it's not, I mean, I haven't seen a rule against just going up to the top just to look. Where's that elevator at, my main man, Seth? You know I love a good elevator. He looks at you and he says, actually, if you're trying to do it sneaky, you gotta take the stairs. We <laughs> I was hoping that would be the end. <laughs> All right, peace and booty grease, Seth. You're good, 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 good man, but you know, I think you should meet Elijah. You guys would be pals. As you are exiting the battle tower, you see a familiar face. No! The blonde, spiky no! hair. <laughs> Not now! Prep school uniform. <sighs> Not now. Of Shane. No! Pearl. Catches a glimpse of him, spits out our coffee. <laughs> no. Is that Pearl, is it? Good to see you. No autographs, please. No autographs, please. You, uh, uh, my, my, my people, press, bodyguard. No autographs, no autographs. And she puts on shades and Celie puts on shades. Luke is just there looking very standoffish. And then she slides down her glasses. <laughs> oh, it's you, the little man at the gym. Yeah, I was just coming by to participate in the battle tower now that I've got the three badges I need. Are you uh, participating as well? Oh, my dear cheeky, cheeky friend. No, I think this is too low for my talents. I'm sure once you see the lineup, you will agree. But, you know, if you want to, you know, get your stair workout in, let me just make the way for you. After you, fine sir. Oh yeah, sure. Whatever you say. Or uh, you sure you're not participating? It's not because you only have one gem badge, is it? Why would Bubba make you? <clears throat> no. Um. See, I single-handedly saved the aquarium last night. So the people of the city are nervous that my powers are too strong to contain, and have kindly asked me to go easy on them. What's right. your deal, anyway? I don't have a deal. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Insight check. <laughs> Two. 
too. He just seems very smug. He says, uh... Do you drink coffee? On occasion. I heard it stunts your growth. She says so serious to him. <laughs> Not terribly worried about that. If this is as tall as I get, that'll be fine. He is a rather tall fellow. Yeah, but just think you're really, really crushing your capacity, huh? That could be. We'll see. I'm not too worried about crushing my capacity, Stop though. Stop winking! Why are you always winking at me? <laughs> I hadn't noticed. He just smiles. A very rich smile. Do you floss? Every day. I knew it. His teeth are immaculate. Pearl mutters on her breath. Of course he'd be one of those. A flosser. He says, well, if you're not going to be in the battle tower today, I was uh, actually about to go in for my time slot, so uh, afraid I'll have to catch you next time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Afraid I won't catch you next time. In fact, I'm not penciling you in into my schedule, bro. I, I don't use pencils. I got pokey gear. It's electronic. He says, all right. And then she um, puts her seeker down, like her monocle. Uh-huh. And she's like, she backs up, hands open wide. All right. Cool, man. As you're backing up a little bit, he says, I decided to stick around and check out your battle yesterday, by the way. Not bad. And then he takes a great ball from his belt and lets out his Pokemon, and this small, white, slug-looking Pokemon comes out, and he says, Come on, Gumi, time to go. And the little... Man, that thing's cute. And they go, and they talk to Seth at the desk, and Seth lets them, and, and they go up into the elevator. Pearl double-door exits, pushes out the door, puts her sunglasses back on. <sighs> Let's ride, folks. Yeah. Is it just me, or does that guy get under your skin, Luca? Oh my gosh, yes. I just, I don't understand. Everything he does, every single move, makes me cringe to my very core. I oh. don't get it. I it's mean, just, there's something inherently in me. I'm not like this with people. No, I know for certain, I know for a fact. I think and it's those teeth. It's the teeth, it's like the, he just, ra he, oh, he, he, he reeks of like fine oils and products and, and smells of cocoa bean and juju berry and acai. He smells like that Jack Fafron cologne. Jack Fafron, exactly, I knew that's where I smelled, and I tried to be cool and nice for the first couple minutes, but like, I just know it doesn't take me seriously. I feel like, oh. Man, like yesterday was like one of the best days ever. And then still I just get treated like dirt sometimes. And she kicks the SS Speedmeister. Like they didn't even let me give me a shot to battle up there. I could definitely cream them. If it helps, I don't think I could cream most of them. Yeah, it does help. You know, sometimes we just gotta deal with the fact that there are people out there who are stronger than us or whatever. Just makes us work harder. That's true. It's good to hear you. A wise, wise old teenager saying it, too. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know. I don't, I don't know. Hey, would it make you feel better if we got some junk from a gift shop? Oh, yeah. And will you do a donut? And can we eat a donut while doing a donut? This once. Yes. Come on, Steely. Use the cup holder for your coffee. She holds on tightly to her beret as the donut happens. Woo! We go to the gift shop. Great, so you go into the gift shop and you see Elijah. Hi, Elijah. He does not stop you this time, but he says, oh, hey, are you here again? They're cleaning up mostly today. A bunch of stuff's closed off, but. No worries, I got some coupons. I'm ready to spend. Nice, nice. Are you feeling okay? No bruises or, you know, did you sleep all right? 
didn't sleep great. It was kind of a rough evening, but you know, we're just glad that everybody's safe. Hey, don't worry. I'm starting um, a group that meets on Monday nights and they're called I Sell Tickets. And um, you and Seth are the new co-founders of the group. So, you know. Oh, Seth from the Battle Tower? Yeah. Oh, he's great. I knew you guys would get along. So yeah, you know, there's gonna be a little group, meets on Mondays, talk about things and tickets, and when you get tied up and become a hostage. It's called, I work at a box office. Anonymous. I'm sure there's enough box office in place to fill it up. It's technically not a box office, it's just a ticket window. It still applies. Still applies, man. There's a lot of box office ticket employees out there. And there's a lot of pearls, so I'm sure you'll need the support. Bye, Elijah! Gift shop! Great, so you go in and go to the gift shop. Awesome! What do we got? What do we got? Is it useful stuff, or is it, like, epic, amazing gift shop stuff? I'm fine with either. I think that you can roll, and we will see. Okay. Huh. Three. Three? It's mostly junky gift shop stuff. There's not much that would actually be, like, useful, but there's a bunch of, like, T-shirts and other commemorative things. There's w the one thing where it's like, oh, yeah, like, the you know the little sea monkey things where it's like, oh, you put this little powder in the water. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that, but the advertising is that it's, like, miniature horsies. Oh, I love that. And it's, you know, this, this whole thing. You know, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of mostly junky stuff. There's a Hatchables. bunch of plushies. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, Pearl knows exactly what she's looking for. Great. She wants a very soft, soft is of the essence, backpack of big, and the arms, the, the, the tentacles are like what make the backpack, and it's a soft, plushy backpack of big. That, yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. They definitely have that. Luca, look, it's perfect. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Oh, I love it. And if I get tired, I guess I could keep my pokey here in here. Yeah, true. That's a great idea. What are you going to get? Hmm, uh, let's see here. He finds a Sharpedo backpack. Oh, best day ever. We look good. Selfie. You take a selfie on your pokey gear. Okay, um, Pearl goes to Big one more time. Yeah, you do. He's in his tank now. Hi, Big. From the inside of the glass, you hear. We're headed out soon, but I just wanted to check on you one more time. If you need anything, you know how to get out, right? Okay. We're always here for you, Big. I'm going to watch on the cameras. You actually look up and you see where Jeff is installing security cameras right now. Can I test it on my pokey here? If it hooks up? You, like, start pulling it up, and I think that you're like, yo, what's the app? And he says, oh, well, the uh, oh, the app's actually in development right now. We're, we're still working on it. We're getting the cameras. Getting launched? Oh, well, it should be by the end of the week. How about a pre-release, a pre-order? I know next to nothing about app development. I'm just here to... Old Jeff's just here to put up the cameras. All right, well, if I don't see you by a week, I'm going to be calling. All right. Because I have a pokey here now. Keep old Jeff accountable. I like it. Okay. I need that okay. in my life. Yeah, you do, man. Yeah. Can't put... Shave! <laughs> and pearl leaves. Done. Bye, Dick! Okay, Luca, do you feel ready? Anything else you want to do? Um, I do feel... Do you need to get, like, underwear from your house? Remember we mentioned that. I'll just go to the store. I guess, um, I really don't want to go to the house. I really think that that's not a good idea at all. Can I be honest with you? What? I want to go to the house. Why do you want to go to the house? Baby pictures! Right, but also, 
heads of villainous organization. Take them down. We grab the baby pictures, we set up a stink bomb, and we run. You really want to break into my house just to get my baby pictures? One thousand percent, but you seem like you're not about it, so I guess I gotta respect that privacy line. All right, let's go. And she hops in that Speedmeister. Luca hops into the driver's seat and he says, all right, look, I'll tell you what. What? <gasps> She's so excited. How about we go to my dad's sometime <gasps> and look at baby pictures there? That's great. Great. He's great. got more of them anyway. I show him a picture of baby Celia baby and baby Pearl. Oh, my gosh, that's adorable. I know. See, this is what I'm talking to you about. Like, this is what we, we can't miss it. So I'll, I'll keep you true to it, man. All right. Yeah, hold me to it. All right. Sounds good. So the two of you head back to the Pokemon Center to meet up with Professor Nichols and Mason? Hi, Mason. You ready? Yeah, I think we've got everything all set, and they've got the car all packed up, and they seem like they are ready to go. Sweet. Well, let's go. Are you going with your dad first, or are you coming with us? Remember, we're all going to the house first, because you guys just happen to also be going that way. Uh... Wink? Yeah, cool. Wink, he says. I think after we do that, Luca, I think we should go to like the next town. I think it's Tremolemaville. Yeah, we can figure out if we need to go to Tremella or Truffle Town or whatever, but... Oh, both of those sound delicious. Am I right, Coco? Pikachu! I'm just your little buddy. How you been? Pika! Pikachu! Wow, that's a big day for you. Pika Pika! <laughs> she gives Pikachu... She gives Coco a big hug. Oh, I didn't think to ask, who is actually your party right now? Okay, so I think I'm switching it up. I'm gonna bring the Cuddle Bunch back, so Coco and Fanta, but I think I'm gonna put a non-combatant scarf on Sealy. Okay. And then I want George Foreman. Nice. And then, just to switch things up, I wanna bring um Sylvia, our slack off. Oh, nice, 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 nice. I just wanna see how Sil Sylvia plays, and I think she's really cute. Awesome. I think that after their big day of battling yesterday, that Oscar and Beckers have no qualms with going and chilling at the ranch for a bit. That's totally fine. Oh yeah, they need a vacay. I wanna, I just wanna put it out there once again. Nobody has hurt feelings when they go to the Pokebox. Thank you. I appreciate that as a good Pokemon. They're being cared for. It's like a resort. It's they like love a, it. It's literally formed to be the optimal thing for all of them. Nobody's sad to go there. Okay, great. Great. You, the listener, might be sad, but I, but in in this world, no. They're just sad because they love those good pokies. I know, I love them too. Oscar's massive fan following. <laughs> <laughs> the Still Standing Tour, available now. Awesome, so your little caravan heads out of Bolat City then? Yeah. Great. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Postcards from Pearl. Sorry for the slight delay getting this one out, I've been spending most of my waking moments this past week at the theater for tech and dress rehearsal for the show I'm doing right now. Side note, if you're near Nashville, come see Hans Christian Andersen at the Nashville Children's Theater. Very exciting news this week, Quest Company and Quest Company Jr. are now partnered with Dice Envy. We are big fans of their products and we think you will be too. Whether you're new to tabletop gaming or you're a total dice goblin who can't get enough of those shiny click-clack math rocks, they've got dice for everybody. 
And if you're looking to add to your Dice Hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. Seriously, go check out their site. There's so much great stuff. I've got some dice in the mail right now, and I am very excited. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us, and we read every single review that comes in. We had a bunch of new reviews come in recently, thanks to everyone who wrote us one of those. W. Moore 04, Corbin Calabazos, Biggie KK 111, Lillian Poison, Agtini 09, Mikey Mikey 789, Funaduber. All of you, we truly appreciate all of your kind words. I was reading those reviews to Sarah, and she was getting real emotional. So thank you. That feedback means the world to us, truly. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjr.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at QuestCoJr. You can also hang out with us in our Discord that we have for both Quest Company and QuestCoJr. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, so please, if you are enjoying the show, let your friends know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCoJr or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might end up with a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, thank you to Gentleman Luke, Fran, and wait for it, new honorific incoming, Fisher Peach. Oh, didn't see that one coming, did you? They all sent us some great stuff since our last episode. Luke, at Coltreg on Twitter, designed some more of Pearl's miscellaneous t-shirt cannon shirts. Peach, at Peach Doodles on Twitter, made us a Sealy Valentine. And Fran, at Magician Tronic on Twitter, drew a really sweet picture of Sealy and Poplio from the aquarium. If you haven't seen those pieces, go check them out on our Instagram and Twitter or on the fan art page of the website, where we have a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. This week, we want to highlight the Songbirding podcast. Now, if you didn't know, learning birdsong takes active listening and repeated exposure. And in this podcast, birding guide Rob Porter takes you into the field to experience birding by ear in this relaxed pace acoustic exploration of natural spaces in Midwestern Ontario. Y'all, it is super chill. You can hear the Songbirding promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the wonderful artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Glitch X City for the song's Pokemon Center theme, Lo-Fi Lullaby Remix, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Jubilife City Lo-Fi Remix, and Sinnoh Trainer Battle Remix. Thank you to Rizovian and Will Rock for the song Blue Haze, and thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the episode. Thank you for joining us here on Quest Company Jr. My name is Rob, and I'm host and guide to Songbirding, a new relaxed pace 
Birding by Ear podcast that takes you into the breeding territories of a number of bird species in Midwestern Ontario. You can find songbirding wherever you get your podcasts or visit songbirding.com. As your little caravan heads out, you all head north out of the city on Route 1, and then eventually, as it curves around Bay Bolette, you end up going more to the west. And after a good chunk of the day, again, it's you and Luca in the SS Speedmeister, and then Mason and Professor Nichols in the car ahead of you. Also, I should clarify, I've kind of forgot to address this actually on mic, but Luca has kind of taken ownership of Mikey the Ghastly, and so he does have him in a Pokeball now. Love that. Just to clarify, because for like the last however many episodes, I've, I've been like, oh, wait a minute. I've never actually said what Mikey's doing. Yeah, Mikey just naturally joined the team. Yeah, Mikey just sort of ended up just becoming part of the team. So, to clarify, that's what he's been doing. He's been chilling with Teen squad, but I digress. You guys take, I'd say almost four hours getting back to the professor's place from Bolette City, as it is a good chunk of the way, and that's about how long it took you last time. You're not bothered by any trainers on the road or whatever, because you're just on the path next to the road, mm -hmm. all that jazz. So you're able to just go and follow them in caravan, and that's fine. And, and we can just sort of skip over that amount of time. Totally. Uh, unless there was anything that you were trying to, like, look for on the road or anything. On the road again. Wow, wow. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Wow, wow. In Speedmeister with my friends. Pearly is back on that road again. Take it away, Seely. Don't you love it, Luca? Here comes the chorus. Sing along. Luca, we're on hour three. Keep it up! You know, I hate that this is better than 99 bottles of Moo Moo milk on the wall. Oh, you want to sing that one again? No, just keep on, keep, just keep on doing on the road again. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say that by the time you get to no longer a haunted manor. <laughs> it's probably about one in the afternoon, I would say, given that you spent the morning going around town for a little bit, and you probably left around nine or 10 or so. Um, still kind of loose. We're just going around right now. Quick travel. But after you all get there, the professor says the crews should be starting to come in more tomorrow. But again, the power's back on in the full house and the water as well, so we'll be able to live. That's nice. Right? <laughs> what, a yeah. ni what a nice thing to do. That's cool. Hey, Mason, come here. Yeah, what's up? So I was thinking, what if we keep traveling and we could stop at Holly's Honey Hut and crash there for the night? Oh, you mean if I kind of hang with you for a little bit and then come back here? And we go to the spot and we get there a little sooner. What do you think? Any thoughts? We could probably even get there today. Could we get there today, Jim? You would get there kind of close to sundown if you were trying to get to the shrine. I kind of want to push it. You totally can. But, okay, so if I get to the shrine by sun, like kind of close to sundown, uh -huh. could I get to Holly's Honey Hut by, before it got too late? 
it would be dark, but it wouldn't be like crazy, crazy late because it took longer the first time around because you were going on foot. Okay, so I pre present both options to the guys and um, say, which one do you want to do? We could stop at H um, HH, or we could just wait and go tomorrow, or we could push it and try to do it all. I think we got most of the day. I mean, if we're going to this honey hut, he thinks better of what he was about to say, <laughs> as you all are a bunch of sneaking kids right now, you sneaky children. Then he thinks better of it and says, uh, if we're going there, I mean, I think that we can go ahead and go. I don't think that we need to worry about, I mean, we've still got most of the day left. And Mason says, yeah, okay, well, that sounds good then. Let's let's try that. Let's do it. If, as long as your dad's okay, Mason. I don't want to push it. Mason says, hey, dad, are you cool with me going out with them? And Professor Nichols says, yeah, no, you you go on ahead and I'm just going to do a little bit of cleaning up and everything. I, You should spend time with the other kids. Okay, we'll probably be back like by tomorrow. Is that okay? Like Mason will be back tomorrow? Yeah. Well, you've got your phone. Yes, I do. And he pulls out just that, that brick pokey gear. It's all right. Well, just keep me updated. Give me a call. But you go on your adventure. Woo! Can we borrow your car? No, you cannot. Darn it. Pearl kicks the ground a little bit. Mason says, well, don't worry about it. I've, there's another bike out in the garage. It just doesn't have the sidecar. Oh, well, that's perfect. Let's <laughs> ride, boys. So you whip the SS Speedmeister around the back so that Mason can go, and you, I think you do the same jump-starting thing with Coconut this time to get it going again. But very quickly, you get that all set to go, and you guys speed off. Woo! Good thing we filled up with a ton of gas before we left. We're not addressing gas! Woo! I budget! I'm not introducing that into the plot! <laughs> so what is your plan? Do you want to just head straight to... The shrine in the yes. Yoki Woods from where you're at? Yes. Great. Also, I'm going to go ahead and say Mason remember to grab his bike capsule too. So, so again, we don't have to worry about where they are. As you all are making your way west on Route 1 heading toward the Inoki Woods, is there anything that you are doing or on the lookout for or anything like that? I think Pearl has her little monocle down. Okay. And is just, you know, kind of enjoying the ride. Awesome. You guys are heading that way, and there's some people out on the road. There's obviously cars passing by here and there. You see some Pokemon in the trees and shrubs and everything. And as you are making your way along, you see a girl who's passing by. She's wearing a cool-looking dark jumpsuit. She's got her bag slung over her shoulder. She's got this dark hair with almost like a bluey, purpley tint, and it's tied up in a ponytail, and she's got these bangs that are hanging down in her face. And she just looks like she's kind of looking around in the tall grass. Hey, Luca, pull over. What? Uh, all right. <gasps> Pearl hops out. Great. You hop out and take off your helmet. Seely takes off her helmet. Her beret was under there. I pull up my monocle. Hey, what are you looking for? Oh, hey. Uh, I'm just looking for Pokemon, you know, looking around in the tall grass. What's up? Not much. Do you want a battle? Yeah, sure. Great. How's this patch of grass over here work? Good for you? Works for me. Awesome. What's your name? I'm Pearl. Oh, hi, Pearl. I'm Bailey. Good to meet you. Hi, Bailey. Nice hair. Thank you. So you and Bailey go to opposite sides of this patch of shorter grass where the wild Pokemon are not just roaming around. And you both release your Pokemon from your Pokeballs. Who's your active right now? Um, I think Fanta. Let's, you know, just get Fanta working. Its little limbs haven't been moving for a while. Cool. Roll initiative. With initiative rolled, Pearl has a seven and Bailey has an eight. Bailey sends out a bug Pokemon, almost cicada-like in appearance, with a dark body and piercing red eyes and rapidly flapping wings. She says, Go Ninjask! 
Whoa, 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 you're throwing out a ninja? Yes. She says, all right, ninja, ask Fury Cutter. What even is this move? That sounds like you just are playing with a ninja now. Are you Black Belt? It's a 17. All right, that, okay, sure. It's always scary, listeners, when I see Jonah's fingers, like spirit fingers and like sparkly fingers, uh, a tinkle to figure out which dice to grab because I'm just like, wow, this is horrifying. How much, how much damage shall be dealt? The Fury Cutter attack does seven points of damage and that ends Bailey's turn. Oh man, okay, wowza. Um, okay, Fanta, I guess we're not pulling any punches. Pokedex. Pearl scans the Ninjask with her Pokedex and it says, Ninjask, the ninja Pokemon. Because it darts about vigorously at high speed, it is very difficult to see. Hearing its distinctive cries for too long induces a headache. Oh my gosh, Vigorous is right. Wowza, look at that thing move. Pearl then commands Fanta to use Ember, which misses with a 14 as the Ninjask swiftly flies out of the way. Bailey shouts out, All right, keep it up with the Fury Cutter, which hits with an 18 and does nine more points of damage to Fanta. Mercy alive! I thought this would be fun for Fanta. That takes us back to Pearl's turn, and she uses her healer's kit to restore eight hit points to Fanta. What, Fanta, hold on. I'm just trying to put a Band-Aid on real quick. <laughs> Ninjas continues its attacks as Bailey yells, Keep it up with the Fury Cutter! That is only an 11. Yeah, keep it down with the Fury Cutter. Pearl decides to retaliate with Ember, which hits with a natural 19, burning the Ninjask and doing a super effective 14 points of fire damage. As this Ninjask is zoom, 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 almost looks like it's teleporting from place to place as it comes in and swipes at Torchic and then gets away. Torchic shoots out these embers and hits the Ninjask, and the Ninjask is burned. See, I told you the mandate would help you, Fanta. Fanta looks very determined to burn the bug. Good, burn that bug, baby. Bailey then changes things up and calls for a Fury Swipes attack, which hits with an 18. It does six points of damage, only making contact with one of its potential attacks. With Fanta very low on health, Pearl decides to take a chance and go for another Ember attack. Ah, uh, why? It's a nat 20. It's a nat 20? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I didn't want it because now I gotta freaking call Fanta down. Darn it. <laughs> okay. Oh, mercy! Pushing that luck worked. It's a five, 10, plus four, plus one, 15. All of that doubled. Yes! Wow! It went from 28 to nothing! Take that, ninja! Wowza, that was insane. See, that's what happens. Wow. Sometimes you push your luck and things like that happen, and then I will get cocky for the rest of my life with this game. It'll never happen again. So this was the one, one time, listeners. Wow, from looking like he was really in trouble, to being totally on top there, Fanta with a massive ember KOs the Ninjask as she pulls it back and grabs for another Pokeball from her belt. She says, whoa, that was wild. Oh man, we gotta do two. Come on, Bailey. As that happens, Fanta goes into hyper mode. Darn it. Hey, Bailey. Yeah, what's up? Just a heads up, um, Fanta is some, Fanta's hyper right now. Okay. Duck and cover. Whatever you say. Come on, Shedinja. Shedinja whoop. And she throws out this ghostly looking cicada Pokemon. It looks kind of like Ninjask, but not exactly. As the Shedinja comes out, she says, get in with that shadow sneak. 
the Shadow Sneak hits with a 22 and knocks out Fanta with six points of damage. Not my sweet chick. Who do you send out now? I'm gonna send out Sylvia. Interesting, all right. I don't know, I don't know though if that's a good typing, whatevs, but I haven't played with her yet and I'm excited. As you send out your slack ass, what do you wanna do? We keep it chill here, Bailey, cool out. With her yawn, the sloth Pokemon sends out a cloud of sleepy energy that envelops the Shedinja. Pearl then scans it with her Pokedex. Shedinja, the Shed Pokemon. Shedinja is a peculiar Pokemon. It seems to appear unsought in a Pokeball after an Ninkata evolves. This bizarre Pokemon is entirely immobile. It doesn't even breathe. What does that even mean? Pearl says. How could that even be possibly remotely helpful for my life? Bailey says, hmm, a normal type, huh? Well, all right. Shedinja, absorb. The attack misses with a natural one as the immobile Pokemon releases ghostly orbs to drain Sylvia, but she very slowly gets out of the way. The Shedinja then falls asleep, floating in midair and doesn't really look any different. Pearl calls out for a scratch, which hits with a 19 and does no points of damage because Shedinja is immune to normal type attacks. Shedinja stays asleep on Bailey's turn with a roll of two and Pearl switches out Sylvia the Slackoth for Coconut the Pikachu. Coco! Pikachu! Hi! Pikachu! Okay, don't wake him up. Pipi! Pikachu! No, no, really, really, don't, don't wake him up. Pipi! It's like, yeah, but... That's your turn, back to Bailey's turn. Let's see if Shedinja wakes up. 15, wakes up. Ah, Coco. Pikachu! Oh, but you did know! You... Bailey says, all right, now that we're up, let's give it some fury swipes. What? But with the two, the attack misses. Pearl calls for a Thundershock, which hits with a 15, making direct contact with the husk of a bug Pokemon. But the Shedinja is unaffected once more, immune to electric-type attacks. What the heck? I thought I knew how to play this game. Shedinja is a special boy. <laughs> oh, man. This is why I hate the Pokedex. Pearl shouts to the heavens. Bailey yells out, you're going to have to try a little something different if you want to take Shedinja down. Well, can you give me a hint? No. Shadow Sneak. The attack misses with a four. All right, nobody can bite the power of love. Sweet kiss. Shedinja rolls an 18 on its save and is unaffected as it tries to hit Coconut with Shadow Sneak once more. It hits with a total of 20, but only does four points of damage. Pearl takes a moment to consider what the Shedinja's weakness might be and then switches out Coconut for George Foreman the Comb Bee. Hi. Ooh. It's a party. Ooh, as George Foreman's like, I missed you. Aw, I missed everybody. It's kind of nice. Shedinja hits George Foreman with Fury Swipes, making contact with the 17 and dealing a total of five damage on its two strikes. All right, George Foreman, I really need you to focus. Use Gust. 18. 18 hits. Seven points of damage. Shedinja only has one hit point. So seven points of damage will KO it. What? That was the weirdest battle ever. Is that like a thing for that Pokemon? Yeah, so in character, I think that Pearl's like, what the heck was that? Pearl just hears the record scratch and she goes, oh, um, uh, okay, we won? Question mark? Bailey, what is, what was that thing? Is that like, do you not like give it vitamins? Is it deficient? Oh, no, so like Shedinja's really cool and weird, right? So like, right. I, so I evolved my Ninjask from an Ninkata, right? Uh-huh. And so when it evolved, 
Shedinja showed up in this other Pokeball that I had. But the thing about Shedinja is like, if it's not weak to whatever you're hitting it with, you won't hurt it. Like it just doesn't do anything. It's got like super low health and stuff, but if you use something that's super effective, it's like done. That is the weirdest thing. Do you, do you feed it? No. Maybe you should give him some spinach. Maybe. It kind of just floats there. I like him. He's like, just chill. I mean, he is super chill. I did appreciate that from After Your Ninja. But okay, cool team. Cool team. Different. Thanks. You yeah. know. All right. And she begins to slide her hand out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey forks over 300 pokey. Wow, thanks. You're rich. Not super rich, but you know. You got a great team. I'm sure you'll make a lot of pokey cash. Are you in it to make the cash? Are you here to try to catch them all? What's your deal? Oh, I'm just trying to do gems and stuff. Like, I'm from Portobello, and I'm not going out super far yet because I haven't been able to, like, go challenge the Portobello gym yet because uh, I'm still kind of new at training. I just got my Ninkata from the woods not that long ago. And so we've been training, and we've been working for a while. But I'm trying to expand my team some more before I really, like, get out there. Oh, yeah, great call, great call. I kind of did that myself. Um, You'll love the bullet gym. It's a good one to start. Oh, really? Yeah, look at my badge. Oh, wow, that's super cool. Yeah, you can do it, Bailey. Don't give up. Thank you. You're welcome. So what type of gym is in Bolette? Oh, you'll know in your heart, in your soul, and your rock and roll. Cryptic. Don't worry. Talk to Karen. She'll hook you up. Okay, sounds good. Okay, bye, Bailey. See ya. Thanks for a nice battle. You too. Oh, why did I see you too? Oh, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> Has anybody else have those moments in life? Like, enjoy your stay, you too. And they work at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what just happened to Pearl. Thanks, guys. I really wanted to battle. I just kind of had that itch, you know? Yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, are you going to take care of Fanta before you... Oh, my gosh! And I get... Sealy, get the stretcher! And we change into nurse clothes. Order, order, order. Fanta! Fanta, don't worry. Just because we're on the road doesn't mean we can't take care of you. Healing kit. Great, so you use your healing kit? Yeah, I like to imagine I say, like, to Seely, Seely, gloves. Or. Seely, sterilize. Or, or, or. Seely, Healy's. Healer's kit. She just gets out a pair of Healy's. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's just right. Keep spinning. Or. Okay, Fanta. Hope this works. Great, so with that, you are able to get Fanta back to one hit point. Oh, mercy. Hi, Fanta. Open your little sweet eyes. You did really good. Oh, you're hyper. Dear God. Just starts running angrily in circles, pecking at trees and, like, kicking rocks and stuff. Okay, Sealy, water sport. Raindrops keep falling, Fanta's head. Let the raindrops fall because they'll stop making you see red. I know I've already used that song, listeners, but just like, forgive me, okay? <laughs> I feel like that's the equivalent of sometimes when you have to wake me up from my sleep, Jonah. Yes. <laughs> Not even a hesitation at all, folks. Because sometimes when Jonah has to wake me up for some whatever reasons, it'll be just nice. And then other times it'll be like, who are you? Slap in the face. <laughs> accident. I just wasn't, I got startled. Okay, so go ahead and make a animal handling check with advantage because you're using the water sport. It always helps. Um, that is a 15. 
15? Yeah, 15 does it as you are able to douse the red-hot anger that's in Fanta. And... Yeah, I'm exhausted just watching you, man. Whew. You really gave it your all, though. I really appreciate it. You did KO the bug. Yeah, you did great. Okay, come on, you little spicy chick. Fanta looked like a little sad for a little bit just because he hadn't been in hyper mode for a little while. Aww. So, like, the fact that he went back there, he was like, oh. I'm still working it. Still there, huh? Yeah. Hey, Fanta. Brr. I got a special treat for you later tonight, okay? Brr, brr. I got you some incense. <gasps> Remember when we used it last time? That's right, that's right. Okay, good, good, good. We can use it later, okay? Maybe when we settle in for the night. Brr. Or we could do it now. What do you want? <gasps> Whoa, your eyes got really big. Okay, we'll do it now. Yeah, if you want, you can take a short rest and do that and kind of chill for a little bit. Then yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. Do you guys mind? No, I mean, I'm not in any rush. I think that if we rest for a little bit, we'll still be able to get there before nightfall. I'm not too worried about it. Mason, you can even try to find a trainer to battle real quick. Yeah, I might do that or like look for some wild Pokemon or something. I'll yeah. just kind of look around for a little bit. Cool. Awesome. So you take a short rest. If you want, Fanta can roll hit dice. Yeah, let's also do that too. That got him back up to eight. Okay, Fanta. Um, let's see. So this one, and she starts to read the bottle for the incense. The vivid scent. Yeah, that is the one that does a full ten out of ten. So just then, you got three out of ten. So you are inside the last bar now. Oh, oh I'm so excited. Outside of Pearl, that was just me. Pearl starts to lay down a, like a picnic blanket, and Celie and Fanta and me, we get on it. Okay, Fanta, I'm gonna put this on your feet again. And I want you to stare up at the sky and watch the clouds. Okay, Celie. And then I whisper to Celie. Okay, great. And then I put the incense on. You do. And I think that the rest of the crew is kind of just out chilling, like George Foreman's just buzzing around. and. Yeah, everyone's just having some outside time. They yeah. need to be active. Yeah. And so then, once we put the put it on Fanta's feet, mm -hmm. me and Celie grab both corners of the blanket and bounce Fanta up and down, <laughs> like two corners of the blanket in both of our hands, and like just kind of like give Fanta a little bouncy pad. Mm -hmm. Ready? Brr. Set? Or? Wee! And you do this, and you play around during the course of this short rest, and at the end of it, Fanta looks better than ever. Wow, Fanta, you're glistening. Wow, big day for you, bud. All right, feel ready to get back on the road? You love that incense, huh? Oh, yeah, uh-huh, it's incense. We love the incense. It brings so much fun. Oh, yeah, uh-huh, it, it's so fun. And with that, you guys head back out on the road? Great. Mason comes back from his kind of wandering around, and he's like, you know, I, I found a few wild Pokemon to battle, but nothing really to catch, but did a little bit of training, so it's all good. That's good. Good use of our time, folks. Luca actually comes back, too. I think that he left you to your own devices, and so he comes back as well, and he says, yeah, you know, I found a trainer or two out there. We battled a little bit. It was good. Felt How's good. Elle doing? Elle's doing good, actually. I was actually uh, using her and Tarzan uh, a little bit. I hadn't gotten to do much with them lately. It's kind of been a lot of toothless, but, you know. They got some good work in, so I felt good about it. I'm sorry, Tarzan? Oh, yeah, I finally figured out a nickname for my Trico. Oh, I love that name. Good good pick. Thanks. You know, I was kind of waiting for a little bit until I could figure them out a little bit more. Sure, no, that's a great name. Yeah, felt right. Cool. Well, let's ride, guys. 
All right. So after concluding your short rest and Mason and Lucas little training session, you hop back in your bikes and you head down the road. You go down Route 1, heading west. You come to the split where you can either go to Portobello or go toward Anoki. You head right and go into the Anoki Woods, preparing yourselves to head deep into the woods to visit the shrine once more. Cool. And that's where we'll end this episode. Nice. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podacongo is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podacongo is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podacongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank you for listening to Postcards from Poa and Crush Company Jr.